0: From Atlanta to the world. A view like no other. The Christian view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, with co-hosts Aisha Smith Dancy, Sandra O'Neill, Dr. Lee Adams, Trudy Davies-Davis, Monica Matthews, Isaac Hernandez, and Caitlin Bryan. Empowering and inspiring.
2: The Christian view.
3: being here. Thank you at home for watching. And you know, you can now hear us on Faith Talk Atlanta on Saturdays and All Nations Radio. So you can listen to us while you're in the car. We also have a podcast coming out. It should be out in about a week. So stay tuned for that. Um, I've got some amazing people up here with me today. I have Caitlin and Lee, Pastor Lee, Sandra, and Monica. So thank you all for being here. Check out their ministries. They're doing amazing things for the kingdom other than pouring into the Christian view. So um, I'm excited for what God's going to do. today and every day. So thank y'all. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Yes. So Lee, a couple of weeks ago, we, um, we talked about the dying church and how hundreds of churches were dying every, yeah. every year. Um, and I heard re- the other day, just this little sweet church down where I live just has to close its doors. Wow. Um, and so times are changing. Things are changing. Um, Franklin, um, Franklin Graham said a post the other day, he said, as we approach this new decade, the biggest threat to our nation is not a cyber attack or a new Cold War, but the turning away from God, which will cause his hands to be removed from us. And that's talked about in Isaiah. Um, So the biggest threat to our country and to any country is not from without, but it's from within. And so my question to start off with is, is our country headed? Are we in a dying state or are we in a growing state?
4: Wow. That's amazing. Um, As I was researching, I came across an article that stated, um, it said, America is dead, but long live the United States. Okay. Meaning when you look at perspective of especially like America, the beautiful, Mm -hmm. the patriotism that we used to once exhibit in our country, a lot of people feel like that's no longer um, valid. But now that people are really kind of going more into an individualistic Mm -hmm. type approach where, you know, in the United States, Florida's doing this, Georgia, this, Mm -hmm. I live here, and we're not thinking from the standpoint Mm -hmm. of one country. So maybe, you know, from that perspective, if we look at it, just the whole overall being unified as America, I think that whole concept may be. Is changing. What
3: about just the lack of respect for our government, for each other, for scripture? I mean, people—they're starting to rewrite. They want to rewrite what our founding fathers found our nation on. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. Well, definitely, the reverence for God has really gone out the window. And I think, as you know, we look at how we, as a country, have approached things over the last. 20, 30 years, we really can see how it kind of has dwindled out, really just family values have dwindled. There are so many things Mm -hmm. that I feel contribute to it that we are really moved from being, although we've never truly said we were a collective type society, but we really are individualistic.
2: Right, right. And mm -hmm. I I think that more than, I think that we are at a turning point, Mm -hmm. a turning point to say we can move forward. as the United States of America or move forward as the America as we were. I think we're at a turning point to where we as a country are saying, what are we? Mm -hmm. We've done this for years. We don't exactly want to do it that way anymore. We want to move forward. And we're at this turning point. So I think it's a very interesting time to be alive, you know, as a Christian and as an American citizen to see which direction we're going to go. Because I think that we're at a turning point to where we can go one direction or another. It's going to be interesting, but a great time to pray. Right. Exactly. To go in the right direction. I think
1: also that there is an entire generation that has not seen what war looks like and what the sweat and tears and the blood in the veins of people that we have lost. There was an area, there was a decade, there was a time That you, your child, your son would leave and you never knew if he was going to come back. We haven't experienced that. We are in a society, and a culture that we have had it really easy from what our forefathers have actually put, founded. So I think in a time, God has a way of getting our attention. Yes, he does. And when he gets our attention, he goes, do not separate yourselves from me. Mm -hmm. Because if you start thinking we've got it under control... There's going to be a shift and we've got to run to him with open arms because if we remove ourselves Mm. from God and the founding Christian principles, there will be recompense. You know, that's
3: funny that you say that because my son, he's 14. He came home the other day and there was a whole bunch of things going on in the media. And he said, Mom, is there going to be a draft? And, and what, and what wow. do I do? Like he was, he was, he was scared. He was, it was, it was on, you know, majorly on his right. mind. What, what do, what do I do, mom? And, mm-hmm. you know, I tried to walk him through it and explain the process and, you know, he's 14, but, you know, they yes. d- our, some yes. generations have forgotten yes. what, what our forefathers fa- have yeah. fought for. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I think we've looked to policy. To uh, into man through mm-hmm. policy mm-hmm. to dictate kind of the tenets of the country, which mm-hmm. which we have, but the underpinnings of the country from our founding fathers has always been. They knew that liberty does not rest um, at its at its base foundation in the heart of man. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why we have unalienable rights. Mm-hmm. So that was established from the foundation, and it's taken mm-hmm. us uh, you know over two hundred years to get to a place where everyone's. Uh, um, capable of exercising those rights equitably right. to an extent. Mm-hmm. We're still not as equitable as we could be in this country with our rights. Um, But I think if we don't come from the place of God has given you your identity as a created being, you're going to continue to look for people that you can elect Mm -hmm. who will uh, substantiate your own existence. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where the enemy gets in to say, well, this is who you are. We need a special class for this. We need a special class for that. And it causes division because other people are like, well, wait a minute. Aren't we all special, like, right. to God? Yes. Well,
1: and I think that's the point. We've got a lot of talking heads out there. Right. And what we need to do is open up the Word of yes. God yes. and see right. what the Holy Spirit is going to talk to us and, and just corroborate right. what they're saying, to what God's point of view right. is. Right. And that's where we're going to find the answer, and that's where we're going to find the rest yeah. and the peace.
3: Yes. Right. right.
2: And it's, it's political political views get skewed in with biblical views. Mm -hmm. We have to learn how to separate the two and and understand them. Right. Good point. Good point.
3: Stay with us. We'll be right back here at The Christian View. Great discussion today on the topic of the dying nation. And before we went to close a second ago, we were talking about the identity Mm. and kind of the identity crisis we're having in the U.S., which I think kind of filters into all the other issues that we're having. So, Monica, let's just talk a little bit more on the identity crisis in the U.S. So I feel
0: like, you know if you're going to go back to God, you know, we like to just stamp things with, well, God says that if his children who are called by his name will just repent and pray, and then he'll answer us and I'll be great. And I think what he's calling us to during these times of wheat and chaff and identity, you know, identity crises from our own biological identity to who we associate with politically to who our church pastors are and mega churches versus the small church and no church at all, transdenominational, non-denominational, Catholicism, all of that. I feel like he's saying, hold it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is your opportunity to get to know me as your father, your father. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because what we, what we tend to do historically is whenever things become lawless and our identity is floundering, we go straight for religion Yes, Mm -hmm. and it kills the letter Mm -hmm. of the law kills. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like he's saying to us, I'm a merciful father. My, my loving kindness lasts for generations. Like I said, I would be angry with you no more. Mm -hmm. So it's like, come home. Mm -hmm. But you got half the church saying you're all going to hell because you do this, this and that, and you vote for this, this and that. Mm -hmm. Or you've got the other church saying, let's be codependent with each other Mm -hmm. and call that which is evil, good and that which is good, evil. Right, right. And so I love my former, my late pastors. Mm-hmm. That was his yeah. trademark, where it was like codependency is calling that which is good, right. evil. Mm-hmm. And it's in good, in evil, good. You, you jump in, you know, as a nation with uh, humanism, secularism. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we should be this way, but it's what would Jesus do with the transgenders? And it's like, well, he would minister to them. Yes. That would be the first place and he met And he
3: would love them. He right. would minister them, love them. Right. He would probably have them over for dinner.
0: Correct. Right. So if we don't yeah. settle, mm-hmm. to answer your question succinctly, if we don't settle it in our hearts that God was the author yes. of this country, God, not our founding fathers, yes. we were birthed in his mind and his heart mm-hmm. first. Yes. We're going to constantly seek for identity and help. Things outside of us, Mm -hmm.
3: and all those things that we seek outside of Christ will fail. Right, they will fail and they will pass away. But let's go to let's go. Isaiah five twenty talks about calling wrong right and right wrong. And I feel like we are we're there. We are calling good evil and evil and evil bad. I said that wrong, didn't I? But we are doing that. We are we we we, we've got it backwards right now, and we need to bring it back to this is right and this is wrong, Mm -hmm. and this is what the Bible says, and this is not what the Bible says.
1: And just because we say a a statement right versus wrong does not mean that we are exempt from it. Right. You know, and I think a lot right. of the times mm-hmm. when we're talking to others that are not Christian, that don't understand the faith, they feel that judgment. Right. Mm-hmm. Not that we're trying to be judgmental. Yes. It's, we're just speaking. So the the, the the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Sin is a mistake. It could be whichever mistake. Mm-hmm. You can be transgender, mm-hmm. You can be, right. you, you could lie. You can murder. We are all equal at the foot mm-hmm. of the cross with our sin. Praise God for the for the blood of Jesus Christ that covers all of us Mm -hmm. from that, right? Yeah, and for His grace that's new every day, His mercy. But I think if
4: we get back to the concept of righteousness, Mm -hmm. the Word teaches us that righteousness exalts a nation. Mm -hmm. But I think that if we would get back to that and really begin to allow people to walk in their truths, Mm -hmm. I think more um, what we're seeing in our country is that people are there's a fear for people to really stand for what they really believe in because now you become the outlier the norm in our country is almost where we're calling wrong right mm-hmm. versus right. calling right you know the, those things right. so right. people are people are more inclined not to just sometimes stand up for what But
3: they're people doing. have become their own truth too yes, so true. they don't they're not no, saying what no the longer bible says light on the hill right.
0: like our lights under a bushel yes. right. as the church because mm-hmm. we are being condemned for actually being harbingers of the truth yes right um, and i think that happens because The truth has always been scary. The truth has always (laughs) been something that the the world has to get rid of, right? Right. But instead of standing, you know, I've said that to my Mm -hmm. Jewish brothers and sisters on my show just recently. Mm -hmm. I was like, "What are you doing hiding? Mm -hmm. Like, without you, I don't have a savior. Mm -hmm. Like, your that, and that is your identity as a Jew. That is your identity. It's your
3: birthright. But I think we, we hide out of fear. Okay, what if I stand up? and and, Yeah, fear of
2: rejection. Now fear of death. Right.
1: -hmm. Right. It's true.
2: We can't be Mm -hmm. bound by opinion. We have to separate the truth and be fearless to stand in what we believe in. We can't bow down to the opinions of others but stand firm in our convictions. And I think a lot of times, we because what what Monica was saying, we're not strong in our identity, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we don't feel firm enough. Because if you ask most Christians... They just believe it because they believe it, but they don't know how to defend it. And And I think that, you know, there are political statements we try to be politically mm-hmm. correct but there are biblical statements that we have to stand in and right. it's truth that will set us free not opinion right. well, and i think it's we have to know
3: so it's, yeah. it's one thing to know yeah. our pastor put it this way a couple weeks ago it's one thing to know but then to actually know exactly. that yeah. you know mm-hmm. that you know that jesus christ is going to come he's going to right bridge the gap for you he's right. going to help you and that the truth is really true well, i think if we could i
0: love what you just said if we could defend the truth and but my thing is you're defending the truth so that whatever lie someone else is caught in, Mm -hmm. you can pull them out of that snare, right? As opposed to we appear to be like the Bible thumpers beating the crap out of everybody with the truth, and it becomes a weapon as opposed to a
1: salve. Or a discipleship. Opportunity. An opportunity Mm -hmm. to disciple. An opportunity to bring people to the fold. And not only that, going back to the dying nation, what I was also thinking is the fact that when we're coming to the nation, immigrants, Mm -hmm. I'm from Peru, when you come to the United States, Mm-hmm. of America, you come and you become you you, you, yes. become, you become part of the culture mm-hmm. my Gosh. country that 's where I was born, but i 'm seeing a lot of um, di- division in the yes. sense of the patriotism, oh, but I have to stand for Peru or my country of mm-hmm. birth well you 're here right. yes. you 're here, and this is where God has brought you, right. mm-hmm. and this is the 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 country that you chose yes right 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 so i think that mentality has changed a little Mm -hmm. bit and has brought discord. discord and people just don't know who to stand for or what to stand
3: for so that just brings discord it brings division you know it brings lack of trust you know so we have to
2: have a lot more conversations right instead of i agree stay with us we'll be right back
3: here at the christian view On a, on a hard topic called the dying nation and you know caitlin if history repeats itself you can go back and look at the israelites and how yeah. when they turned their backs on god yeah. you know what happened
2: right he took it, his
3: hand off of them exactly right so let's talk about we've talked a little bit about how we've called mm-hmm. wrong right and kind of forgotten the truth so how do we bring it back how do we bring it back with the reverence to god you know he's a holy righteous mm-hmm. god so how do we bring our country back Yes, that's
2: so, a loaded question, but very yeah. Loaded. yeah, I was like, uh, solve the problem. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I got it. Right you now. got it. I know you do. Yeah. Well, uh, the first thing I want to say is uh, regarding the Israelites, you know, in an earlier episode, we talked about legalism and in our country, I feel like all that has gotten like mixed in with politics and religion and different stuff. And I love, even though the Israelites did turn away and God took his hands off them. I love the scripture in Isaiah where it says his anger was there, but his hand was outstretched still. And I think that we have to remember that. But one of the key phrases as I was thinking about this is honor, Mm -hmm. you know, honor I love the statement that says honor is a personal standard, not a conditional choice. And as a nation, we have turned to the fact that it's conditional. I think if we would honor people and understand people Mm -hmm. that that lack of reverence we just want our opinion. It makes me think of the story in first Samuel where Hannah was in the temple. I read an article. It was very interesting. Hannah was in the temple and she was crying out because she wanted a child and Eli, the priest comes in and he goes, "Woman, you're drunk. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I heard that. And I was like. Babe, I would have looked at the priest and been like, call me woman one more time. Right. But she (laughs) was like, okay, no, I'm not drunk. I want a baby. She honored the priest. Yes. And she was given a son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think in this country, we miss out on a lot because we don't know how to honor people right? Of, with different opinions. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how to honor one another yes. and it all comes down to honor. So what we need to do is learn how to honor, it, you know, and that's breakdown the breakdown on the home. My parents always right. told me to honor, but we don't have that. So as a nation, we have to come together and choose honor. Right. I mean, they're making, they're doing training courses on how to teach your kids to yes. say yes, ma'am,
3: yes. ma'am. I mean, yes. it's, we have come yes. so far right. from where we yes. used to be. Yeah, I, you right. know, no, it's so, it, it's not well, that people, hard to say yes, sir, no, sir. I but. think
4: people they begin to see the reverence. What we what we're talking more about reverence as a type of bondage. Right. And yeah. I think that's where we've gotten into, and we've looked at it the way as it's it taking away some freedom or some liberty that you have. But we have to understand that we are constrained by the Word of God. The gospel constrains us. So therefore, even tells us don't use your liberty as a stumbling right. block. Yeah. So if we go so far as to think that we have all these freedoms mm-hmm. and we can do what we want to do disrespect authority, disrespect the president, right. disrespect the country, we have we're going to stand right. in reverence with God with these things, but no one is teaching people that anymore. It's just more like right. you There's know,
3: no consequence no. for for the disrespect exactly. or the lack of disrespect yes. in right. our country. Exactly. Right. Well, That's I think so we've good. opted out.
0: As Christians, we, we have abdicated our authority in our mm-hmm. homes Yes, uh, to not only our pastors. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. our pastors have let us down because you're human and it happens. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we've abdicated authority to the government, to the powers that be. Um, and I. Th- you brought up a very good point during our break about why people come to this country. And as mm-hmm. an immigrant, my mother is an immigrant. My father was too. You have to ask yourself, why are you coming here? Yes. And I think the, the basic mm-hmm. principle, like you said, people don't know what it's like to be at war in this generation Mm -hmm. a lot of people are fleeing religious persecution in other uh areas of the world well what is what is our religious base here it's all rooted in liberty all rooted in liberty um and back to your point you know my liberty cannot encroach upon yours yes. and, it, and it's that that give and that take and that mm-hmm. honor what a great point yeah mm-hmm. right. you know to mm-hmm. honor God first right mm-hmm. and he softens our hearts mm-hmm. I think too Trudy mm-hmm. what we're seeing is lawlessness in the world and right. the word tells us that in the latter days men's hearts will wax right. yes. cold because of the lawlessness mm-hmm. so you have to guard your heart perpetually yes. and pray for people who are ensnared yes. in their own devices
3: and we have to guard ourselves to become complacent yes mm-hmm. you know we become yes. and we, we're afraid to speak up some of us we you are. know we we Come complacent, we come set in our ways, and we're just afraid to rock
1: the boat. And I think it's time that we kind of get out of the corner. Yeah, I I think so. And it falls also to parenting. Mm -hmm. You know, I always go back there. There's a generation that has Mm -hmm. gone before us that has had an outsourced type of parenting mentality. They really here, just like you said, Monica, the church will handle the spirituality. I'm going to go ahead and ballet here. Just outsource Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. We're good. Mm -hmm. But it's our responsibility as parents Mm -hmm. to make sure the soil and the roots Mm -hmm. are there to grow deep and point these young children to Christ and to the founding, there is a generation that completely does not know that our forefathers came here right. because mm-hmm. of religious persecutions. Yeah, right. Have no idea. They're blinded, and they're blinded. They've, they've been kept silent. So then. People and it's can such a rewrite great, the story yeah. of America. Yes, such exactly. a great tool of the enemy. Yeah.
3: You know, I yes. think about I think about the family and the family is so busy. Yes. You know, how many times do right. you sit down and actually have dinner right. or have lunch mm-hmm. or have mm-hmm. breakfast and, and spend time talking about the topics that right. are at hand? We've gotten so busy and out of touch but
4: with I was I was reading an article and it was doing research on the dynamics between the different generations and it was looking at generations like maybe in our age group or older mm-hmm. and it was saying how we have more patriotism. Them, you'll probably find us more, you know, having more reverence for the flag right. and different things that represent our country. But then when you get to the younger generation, their loyalty is more toward equality mm-hmm. and opportunity mm-hmm. right. because, you know, that is the way we have taught them. You right. know, right. everything, you know, America is for you to live your dream, You're be your best self. All these opportunities mm-hmm. here for you, for you, for you, for you. But it's like we're not asking anymore, you know, what can I do for the country? Right. It's more what can the country do for you me?
0: You have a very wow. angry Generation yes. as yes. well. You have a fatherless mm-hmm. generation, yes. and right. so not only are we fatherless in spirit, we're fatherless legitimately in our homes. Mm-hmm. Right. So these kids are looking for connection, it's for family, family. on TikTok, on social media yes. apps, on yeah. all of that. But I'm going to tell you guys something. When I asked my Twitter followers, I'm like, "Are we dying?" It was. It's all over the board. Yeah. Are we right. dying? But a lot of people said no. Speak life yes. over our nation yes, instead exactly. of doom and well, gloom. Well, that's, that's the thing.
3: I think it, we, we respect, speak life, yes. and then what else can we do? What else can we, the five of us, or the, y'all in the audience mm-hmm. are watching TV, what can we do to
2: help it to grow again. I think it comes down to in 2 Corinthians it talks about you are ambassadors mm-hmm. for Christ. Right. And we've just been couch potatoes. right And so for lack of a better term. Yeah. And we have got to get out and be ambassadors. Right. Ambassadors speak on behalf of the kingdom, yes. ambassadors yes. speak on behalf of things. And we don't have, we have a breakdown of the home, mm-hmm. but the church needs to quit trying to blend in with the world right. and actually be a light because yes. Obviously yes. we're That's confused. The, the world doesn't have <laughs> right. the answers. Yes. But the church needs to quit mixing yes. it up and right. start getting it together to be in medicine. And I do
3: think mm-hmm. they don't have all the answers, but none of us have all the answers, mm-hmm. and, but we know who has all the answers. Yeah, exactly. And so spending time at the foot of the cross where all the answers And believe it or not, are found, this generation coming up right now, they're seeking. Yes. 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 They're going to find. Yes. 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 And what will they find?
0: The Lord, right. truth. And we yeah. need to make sure they like find that. The truth, that. Right. not sure everyone available. else's right. truth. That's yeah. right,
3: exactly. that's right. And we need to make sure they make sure find that. Yeah. We need to be on the forefront and on our knees and at home so that we can be the voice of the lost exactly. generation. Stay with us, we'll be right back here at the Christian View. great discussion today. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for your hearts. Y'all follow us on social media, like us on Twitter and Facebook, and check out our website. And just remember that God loves you. He has a great plan for you, and he really wants to spend time with you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.